Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Ombra Gaming Podcast, episode 10. Guys, we did it. Double digits. This is big. How do you guys feel about this? Tired. No, I'm kidding. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> it's very it's exciting. Been, it's been a great time. I, lo- I look forward to this every week. So Now, if we could only get our listeners to the double digits. Oh! Hey! Oh. No, we have double digits. <laughs> Don't put us down like that. Um, yeah, so, guys, it's good to see your faces again. I'm glad we're doing this. We're closing in on the end of the year. So that's actually a pretty good segue. Let's talk about some housekeeping. Not too, too much to cover today, uh, just scheduling. So uh, we're going to have this episode come out on the 20th, followed by another episode, which will be the last of the year coming out on the 27th. And then uh, we're going to take a little break for the holidays so we can travel, spend some time with friends and family, and then look forward to seeing us again the second week of 2018. Um, it'll just be a short week where we don't release, but otherwise, same as usual. In a similar vein, uh, we're doing a lot of work to get ready for 2018. We've been talking to a lot of our listeners and our readers, trying to really pinpoint the things that are going to make a difference in 2018. So we put out a survey where we just ask a couple questions. Uh, It should take no more than five minutes at most uh, just to get your feedback. We want to hear from you. We want to know what the things you enjoy are, what we can do better, what's working, what's not. It'll help us immensely. So please, please, please give that survey a go. Share it with your friends. Like I said in the post that we put up with it, help us build something wonderful. Also, for housekeeping, we have an exciting, exciting event next week, next Friday, which I believe is the 22nd. That is correct. It is the 22nd. Yeah. So next Friday on the 22nd, our good friend Steve and myself, we will be doing a double stream live from Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I'm going to be traveling up to see some friends and family, and I'm going to hang out with Steve while I'm up there. I'm bringing my console, which is kind of hilarious. Uh, we're going to be doing a double stream of Ghost Recon Wildlands. We're going to be hunting the Predator, and I'm really excited. We're going to be hunted by the Predator as well. It's not just like, it's not just like <laughs> a true. we're hunting it. Like this Predator. He's called the Predator for a reason, in case you didn't know, and in case you don't play Wildlands, which you should. But... Uh, yeah, Ubisoft released a new um, expansion to Ghost Recon Wildlands for the next month or so. They added another mission where you can actually hunt the Predator in the jungles of Bolivia, and I'm really, really excited. I had about 10 minutes to play it today, and it was an absolute blast. So, Steve, I'm looking forward to that. So for today's episode, we have a lot of exciting things to talk about. We are going to kick it off with our most anticipated games of 2018. So we're closing in on the end of the year. There's a lot of announcements that have come out, especially in the last couple weeks, for us PlayStation folks between uh, Paris Games Week and PSX. Some really great things happening next year. So we're going to go around the uh, group here and talk about which games we're most excited to get into in the coming year. After that, we're going to play a little game called Would You Rather. Each of us have come up with four gaming-related Would You Rather scenarios, and we're going to have a little fun with that. I'm excited. I've come up with with four ridiculous would-you-rathers, and I assume both of you guys as well. Yeah, I've come up with some pretty good ones. And a couple of callbacks. Same here. Same here. I'm excited. So with that, folks, let's kick it right off. Let's talk about our most anticipated games of 2018. Why don't we start with Steve? What are you most looking forward to in the coming year? There's a lot coming out for uh, PS4. And a little shout-out, too. I'm not going to throw any Switch games out there, but I am going to plug myself that I'm getting the Switch this weekend. I'm so pumped. (laughs) I've been waiting for it, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, if you want my friend code, it's 559-3334X Germany Y. (laughs) Sounds so fucking long. (laughs) 
it's like longer than a social security number. I feel like they should just like have gamer tags like every other system. But anyway, I'm looking forward to getting that. But I'm sticking with um, just PlayStation games coming out next year. There's a lot of them. Um, I'm doing a quick shout out to Last of Us. Um, I'm not putting it on my list only because... I don't think Last of Us Part 2 will actually come out next year. During PSX, they said it's like 50 to 60% done. I just... It was like Naughty Dog has been someone to push games back. Like they did it with Uncharted 4, so it could happen. So I don't think it's actually coming out next year. If, if it does, awesome. I'll dabble and I'll play my ass off in that game. But for now, I'm going to start off with God of War. Mostly because they're trying to tell us that it's going to be like a 40 to 50 hour campaign. Which is insanity because all of the God of War games have been like right, right around 10 hours, 10 to 12 hours worth of campaign. So I'm really interested to see what they've done to change the landscape of that franchise. Well, I assume a lot of it is like they have his son be a huge part of it. I mean, I feel like that just extends gameplay. And plus it's good, it's good practice for parenting whenever you do have a son, Steve. Yeah, I gotta tell you. Uh, if I'm going to be a dad, I'll be exactly like Kratos. Just be like, yeah. help me kill all of these mythical creatures. <laughs> Dad, I have homework. Please stop. Um, but God of War is really intriguing because I, I'm curious to see how they really pull off 40 to 50 hours of the campaign on that. Mm-hmm. Um, are they going to change the the style of game where it's going to be more free roam, more open world? Is it going to be straight linear like we've grown accustomed to? So there's a lot I'm curious about, but obviously Sony Santa Monica has delivered time and time again. I've played every God of War game except the ones on uh, PSP. I never had a PSP, but I played... One through three and Ascension had a blast with all of them. So I'm nice. um, happy to see Kratos come back. I'm, I'm very happy that they also kind of changed his character up a little bit. It was due for a little bit of a revamp. And obviously now you get PlayStation 4 because they, they remastered God of War 3. But that's not the same as making a game from scratch for this system. I'm just really looking forward to getting back into the old school God of War mechanics. Like the fighting was always simple but super satisfying. So... The cinematic sequences never felt like it took you out of the gameplay. It really just felt like it was one and the same. So I'm happy to be back with that. Um, On to game two, Detroit Become Human. Uh, We talked about this a few episodes ago. Um, Oh, the the Paris Games Week episode. Um, That game's going to be amazing. Um, I have nothing but high hopes for it just because I've played Quantic Dreams games before when it's um, Heavy Rain or Beyond Two Souls. Heavy Rain was one of the coolest games I've ever played. You play literally a bunch of different characters and your choices quite literally define how the game goes. Like we talked about it a few episodes ago where the first time I played, the bad guy walked away and everybody good died. Like I fucked up (laughs) so bad. (laughs) But um, I'm always curious to see what kind of changes and tweaks they make to their game mechanics and also how the um, story plays in these cinematic sequences because they've always been heavy on those cinematic sequences, but they've been incredible. So I'm looking forward to how that all translates on these next-gen systems. I think that's going to be one of those games that a lot of people will be talking about one way or the other. I know Beyond Two Souls didn't get as good of a review as Heavy Rain did because people felt like you were almost watching a movie as opposed to playing a game. I kind of disagreed with that, that point of view as I enjoyed every minute of Beyond. So that's what it is with me. Like Quantic Dream just hasn't failed yet. So I, I really don't expect them to. So I'm really looking forward to that one. It looks like they're aiming for spring, which is it's tough because there's a lot of stuff coming out in spring. It's going to be a busy, busy first quarter. Um, my last one, and we had talked about this series during Gamesgiving, of course, but Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, baby. 
there is just nothing I'm more excited for than going back into Rockstar's Western world. The way they built that up in Red Dead Redemption, and when you look back, like that was that came out on PS3 and 360 back in 2009. Just think of how different the technology is now. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think a lot of what they learned from the success of Grand Theft Auto V is going to really heavily influence how they build Red Dead Redemption 2. So oh, for that's sure. going to be really awesome. Because that's another thing, too, is I feel like it goes under the radar where Grand Theft Auto V came out for PS3 and 360 at, at launch. Like, that's the original system for that. And so they ported it over to the next gen and to PC. And they still, you know, obviously it's one of the most replayed games right now. Like, everybody's on GTA Online. They have give they just keep that new Doomsday heist that came out. It looks like an absolute blast. Like, I'm about to fire up GTA Online just to hop into that at some point. Um, and then they also dropped a little nugget where there's a weapon that you can get in GTA Online that is going to be available in Red Dead Redemption 2 as well. And, like, you can do challenges with the gun in GTA Online to unlock special perks of it in Red Dead Redemption 2. I talked to, I think I talked to you about it um, a couple of days ago, Manny, where I said, I really think there's going to be a little GTA Online and Red Dead Redemption 2 Online crossover of some sort. But my, my only question is, I don't know enough about Red Dead because I didn't play much of it, but are they set in the same time frame? No, of course not. So then how is there going to be a crossover? They could they could easily... They, like, they're doing the Doomsday Heist. They have flying DeLoreans, basically. Like, obviously, they'll get down with some time travel or some shit like that, and then you'll see John Marston showing up in GTA Online talking to Lester about doing a train robbery or some shit. And it's going to be awesome because Rockstar just... They know exactly what they're doing. They've made this perfect product with gta where now they've got the blueprint for the rest of the way they're like whatever we can just keep mimicking gta and just making that better it's amazing because that online the amount of dlc that they give away they just say hey you're you guys keep playing we're gonna give it to you for free it's absolutely incredible i it's it's like the complete 180 from all the stuff that we've talked about the past couple of weeks in regards to uh, Battlefront with EA and of course Destiny 2 and their DLC issues. Rockstar just has the blueprint and if more studios did what they do then I feel like it'd be a much uh, more competitive industry because how does Rockstar keep attracting these players? They make the games that they the players want to play and want to keep playing and they give them incentive to keep playing. It's such a simple concept. Why don't more people do it? But those are my three. I think it's going to be a great year in 2018 so I, I feel like we should definitely go to Matt on this now because who wants to hear six straight PS4 games? Not many. Nobody. People. Absolutely zero <laughs> people want to hear that. What are you looking forward to most uh, in 2018, Matt? All right. Number one, which I've mentioned uh, previously, World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth. Don't call me a nerd, Manny. I won't I'm... call you a nerd. Good. On the podcast. I'll call you a nerd when we stop recording, but uh, go on. <laughs> um, I think that Legion is some of the best wow since vanilla which is pretty impressive because the game is damn old but um in legion the the quests are just really good the story in in every area that you're in is like just a little adventure in that area specific to that area which is cool there's a lot of new mechanics that are interesting and like keep keep you going so i'm excited to see what they do for this next expansion they have allied races they've got new areas they have this new uncharted islands i guess is what they're calling them which is like seems to be some sort of like 3v3 pvp on these islands which hopefully will involve some strategy there's they're trying to reinvent the world pvp you know raising the level cap stuff stuff like that so 
I'm excited to see what they do. I hope it's in line with what they did for Legion. If so, I think there'll be sort of a renaissance of more WoW players returning to the game. So that's exciting. I'm excited for it. Now, when you because when you say you want the three v three to have strategy on it, does the old PvP that you were that you were playing did that have a lot of strategy to it? Well, it's just like a new. They've never done like um the whole idea that there's these islands that you're going to go on and there's a treasure on it somewhere and that you're competing against another team to get it that's like all new it used to more just be um there's like arena or battlegrounds or things like that i don't know it just seems like there's a different type of strategy that will be implemented hopefully to like finding a treasure on an island is way different than just like going to battle against another group of people you know number two is for the switch and it's Yoshi. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was just expecting a more reaction. Whatever. I could tell. Uh, it's Yoshi. It looks really good. Um, the trailer that's out for it, the all the environment is sort of, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of Toy Story. It's all made out of like cardboard or papers and and various like materials you'd find at home. It sort of looks built by a kid. Uh, and there looks like there's some two-player co-op in there i'm i'm excited for it i think it'll be pretty good it's interesting because you know i've been playing breath of the wild and i've been really loving it but at the same time i'm still so not used to the nintendo like you're saying like playful like toy story-esque kind of made it you know looks like it's made by a kid kind of vibe like i love breath of the wild but i'm also like why don't things fucking bleed you know it's still getting i'm still getting i'm still getting used to it you know it's like link hits a monster with a sword and it's like boop and then they like puff into a a purple cloud of smoke um and so like i think i'm coming around to that but i think once i fully appreciate it then like i'll I, i could be much more excited about things like yoshi for sure yeah i think um i'm just excited for more platformers on the switch Okay. And, yeah. 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 I think it'll be cool. Did you know that Dark Souls invented platformers? Oh my. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Anyway, okay. Number three, and it most anticipated for different reason, Anthem, which is EA's response to Destiny, and with all the shit that EA is going through, I want. I just am dying to see what happens with this game. I just want to know how many microtransactions are in it. I want to know, are they going loot by, like, are they going to pull all of that stuff over us again? Well, so are you buying this game? Are you most anticipated? Are you, is it most, most anticipated, anticipated to see, to see what the heck happens? Wait, I mean, I mean, also you've been talking, you've been talking a lot about Anthem the past few months though. You've been talking that Anthem, once Anthem came out, it was going to basically take all of Destiny 2's players. So you've been talking about Anthem for a little bit. So yeah, I mean, if they do it right, one of the, one of the writers wrote the first or was on the team that wrote the first two Mass Effects and KOTOR. So RPG wise, the writing could be really good. Yeah. But yeah. remember, folks, listen to that end of credit scene on the last <laughs> podcast don't pre-order this game wait until it comes out see what's going on with it and then let's make a decision on it but also i think if we go if we go back and check the tape i remember matt saying something to the tune of don't support companies that hurt gamers that's also true that's why i'm like and i it is most anticipated because i want to see what happens i will not pre-order okay. it i will not buy it until i research it and do all 
all the reading of reviews and gameplay and then we'll just see. letting you know now if you end up buying it even if it's a really good i'm gonna give you so much shit for it okay so those are my three uh and manny what are yours oh man uh like steve i'm very excited for 2018 and like i said earlier i'm excited to see how it stacks up um against 2017 but more sort of short term the most uh, anticipated games that i'm looking forward to um i would have to start with far cry 5 just because i'm a huge huge fan of the far cry uh franchise are you bummed that it got delayed a month i'm bummed that it got it delayed a month for sure but i'm also like a month is a month you know it is what it is are you happy that they told us now as opposed to like come yes. january they're like oh just kidding gotta wait another Absolutely. month all right. Yeah, props to them for getting ahead of it. Um, I think game, game delays are just an expected part of the industry at this point, and I think the further you can get ahead of it, then, like, the better. That's why so many, of, like, all these games conferences, so many of it is just, like, spring or fall, or just, they just say 2018. Like, they, right. they, right. they don't want to be specific anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And, hate to say it, Matt, but I'm probably going to pre-order it. And Well, I'm going to do it for a couple of reasons. One, because I love the franchise and I want to support them. And most of the reason is that I know the game is going to be good. They could have taken Far Cry 4 and put it in a new map, and I would still be really happy with that product. That being said, from what I've seen and from what we know, the whole campaign is co-op, um, and that's rad. So it's definitely getting my money. I'm really excited for that. My only concern is that and it's not even a big one, but my only concern is that the story won't be as strong because I noticed in Far Cry 4, the story is definitely not as strong as Far Cry 3. I mean, Far Cry 4 was still awesome and they had really cool new mechanics that they added to it, but I think Far Cry 3 was probably the strongest um, story-wise. I think it was there was a lot of time and thought invested into that, so we'll see, uh, but I'm excited. My next one is The Ghost of Tsushima, um, which was one of the games that was announced at P, uh, not PSX. It was one of the games that was announced at Paris Games Week. Yeah, I don't really know too much to expect from it, but it's essentially this, like we talked about in that episode, Steve, it's like this feudal Japan um, RPG. From what I've seen, it looks really impressive. I'm not so sure it's going to come out next year. Some people are saying it might come out early 2019. I hope it comes out next year. And if it does, that's the game I'm most looking forward to. I wouldn't be shocked if it came out next year because, I mean, this is Sucker Punch, and the last right. game that they did was the um, infamous Second Son, and that came out not too mm -hmm. long after the PS4 launch. So. Yeah, they're due for another game. Yeah, it seems like this is what they've been working on since then. I was stoked sure. when I saw that it was from them because... Again, they're one of those studios who hasn't let me down yet, so... Yeah, they have a really solid track record. Same here, same here. So, I'm excited for that. Again, I don't even know too much about it, but it looks phenomenal from the trailers that we've seen, so... And then my number three is Shadow of the Colossus. I never played Shadow of the Colossus, and so I feel like I missed out in a huge, huge way. I've heard really awesome things from people who played it when it first came out, like one-of-a-kind type things that I think is really cool. And I remember when it came out being really fascinated by the design, um, especially around some of the characters that are in that game and the environments looked absolutely stunning. And I never got into it. In fact, I even bought, and I didn't even have a PlayStation at this point, I even bought one of the game guides for it because I wanted to like see what it was like. And so I'm looking forward to getting to play it for the first time. I've heard one of the challenges is that they actually didn't, update any of the controls which i heard are somebody described as quote a nightmare so that's a little bit unfortunate they've built it from the ground up like they've remastered it digitally but they haven't changed the control scheme which i heard a lot of people are griping about so maybe they'll change that between now and release i don't know but either way 
I'm really excited to get into it and like check out that whole world for the first time. Again, I feel like I really missed out, so it's going to be cool to get into it. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to Death Stranding. Um, I can't wait for it to come out in March. See, that that's one we're all looking forward to, so we can all throw that one out there. But yeah, that won't come out until well after we're dead <laughs> so there you have it folks those are our most anticipated games of 2018 again it's been an awesome 2017 so hopefully the bar is met in 2018 um i think we have a lot to look forward to we sure do in general so with that let's get straight to the topic of the podcast gaming would you rather so in case you're not familiar would you rather is a very simple game played amongst friends and the way it works is folks take turns discussing different scenarios and there's usually two options where you get to decide between those two options which ones you would rather be a part of so we're going to do that exact thing but all of our questions are more or less gaming related why don't we so what we're going to do we're going to go around in a circle in a triangle here scalene or isosceles isosceles everybody fucking equilateral nah, nobody nobody wants to be equal <laughs> nobody wants to i be want equal. the pizza <laughs> all right so Matt, why don't you kick it off? Would you rather round one? All right. Would you rather complete an open world game with no main quest, so like little side quests only, or play and complete a game with only one main quest line? Okay, so the first question that I would ask is, is the one storyline game open world also? No, it's linear. Okay. And they're both the same exact length. I would probably go linear story only. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do. I'm going to do the same because the way I look at it is like I would choose Uncharted over some RPG that's literally just like go fetch me a fish, sir. Fetch me a fish. Like would we? Like all right, I'll consider it even to like like a Sims game, like just the Sims where you're like you're literally just doing quests that oh, lead to nowhere, like something like that. I'd so I'd much rather experience even if it's a six to seven hour thing, a linear yeah. story. Well, because I think what what acts as like progression or what we're working towards is like progressing through some kind of story or some kind of something. So I think even if it's linear and even if it's simple, I would rather play that. Well, good. There you go. There's your warm up round. But all right, I'm feeling good, feeling loose. Steve, why don't you go next? All right. Would you rather have to be the psychiatrist to a depressed Mario? Or be the stylist for the nemesis from Resident Evil 3, and you have to help him get ready for every date. Oh, wow. So for those those who don't know who the nemesis is from Resident Evil 3, I want you to pause this. Google nemesis Resident yeah, Evil look 3. Look at the image. Once you see the image, resume podcast. So that There's way you have a good idea work. as to what you'd have to do to style that gentleman for every date he's going on. But also think of the fact that you're going to be hanging out with a depressed Mario. Think of Mario's voice and then add on depression. So let me ask you this, Steve. My only question would be, if I'm the psychiatrist, did I go to school for it? And if I'm the makeup stylist, did I go to school for it? You know what you're doing. In okay. both scenarios, you know what you're doing. <laughs> so just again, which client would you okay. not want to deal with? <laughs> I'm going to agree with Matt. I'm going to go with Mario. Yeah. Only because Mario's typically a pretty happy guy and it would bum me out to deal with him being depressed. But I could also charge him like $150 an hour. Oh, my God. You know? 
gold coins only. Well, I chose Mario because I would genuinely want to help him. Okay, well, I guess you're just fucking Jesus now, aren't you? I would definitely go with Mario uh, because I could make an absolute killing. That's the word I'm looking for. I could make an absolute killing, and I think I would not be making much money as a stylist. Although, although albeit, I don't know how much they make, so who knows? <laughs> who the fuck knows? But there it is. That that's it looks like both you are avoiding the nemesis. Which I'm a little I'm a little hurt because I feel like the nemesis is just looking for a friend. He's just looking for someone to help him out. I'll, I'll be honest though, in all my experiences with the nemesis, he's been a royal asshole. No one's ever tried to talk to him and be like, "Hey, are you just trying That's to true. get somebody to?" Because there was a beauty shop in that game where you could go and get all your new clothes. Maybe you should just be like, "Hey, you want to go to the beauty shop? I can die up." I never I never gave him the time of day. I just tried to kill him. All right, so here's my would you rather? Would you rather? play every game for the rest of your life in black and white or play every game for the rest of your life with no audio black and white black and white yeah black and white that's an easy one hands down you need you need audio you need audio you definitely need audio really that's such a huge part of the gaming experience but like i mean imagine playing uh you know like when you got the 4K TV and you started playing Destiny 2, imagine that in black and white. That takes a lot. Imagine out of it without the music. Then it's yeah, just a yeah. Imagine game. imagine any All game right. without an ounce of sound. That sounds terrible. Hey man, I would play um, Plumbers Don't Wear Shoes or whatever the fuck that was. With Plumbers no Don't Wear Ties. Get it right. All right. <laughs> All right. So there's your answer. It seems like we're all agreeing on options here. This is good. No, it's it's interesting. We yeah we need we need some we need some divisiveness in gaming. Yeah, here's one. In a game, would you rather be able to shoot one gun the entire game with unlimited ammo or infinite guns with only three bullets each? (laughs) Um, (laughs) What kind of game are we talking about? For example, it's a first-person shooter. If we took Wildlands, so either I have one gun with infinite ammo forever or I have all the guns on my person, or I have to actually go find these guns, and they... You have to pick them up, but they're pretty good drop rates. Okay, okay. Now, another question. Can you pick up the same gun twice? Like, what if I use my three bullets? It's like three bullets, the gun is done, you drop it. Let me ask you this. Can I pick, if I if I only go with one weapon, infinite bullets, can I pick that gun? Or is it just whatever gun I pick up first? Ooh. Um, it would be... It would be a, a generic gun given to you at the beginning of the game. All right, like a some kind of like AR. You you could pick from two or three generic guns at the beginning of the game. Yes, but they're all equally good. Okay, I'd probably go with infinite bullets. You know what? I'm gonna actually go with the guns that they keep dropping because I do like a little variety. Mm, I see that. I would I would only go with infinite bullets because. Um, it would force me to just get better at the game. Even if I had like a handgun and I was facing a really hard enemy, I would get really good at like running behind cover and dodging and rolling. And but all what that. if that enemy had a really cool laser gun that, that I could you pick couldn't up. pick up? But I, then I could only shoot it three times. No, could no. But that argument works the same way because then it makes you become skilled on all the guns. Like I could definitely That's get true. better from the game just if I'm rolling around picking up a bunch of different guns. If I only have three bullets, it'll For also sure. help you become more. It would help you ration your shots more, take better approaches to missions. Headshots so, all day. Yeah. I mean, I think of it like uh, Sasquatch Armada. Like, they limited themselves to melee only, and they just got really good at the game in Destiny 2 and beat it melee only. So, like, I guess that's just my approach, yeah. I gotta go with the drops, yeah. I, I, okay. I, I like a little variety. Cool. Well, we're breaking up. This is the end of Ombra. All right. 
All right, Steve. What do you got for us? Would you rather play Battletoads for 12 hours straight knowing you won't make it past level 2 or conduct a 24-hour stream of Desert Bus? Oh, man. Wait, how long do you have to play Battletoads for? 12 hours where you're never going to make it past the second level, which is just the fucking jet racer level that you just have to keep dodging and diving. I have a I have a comment here because if anybody listened to the first episode of Faker Flop, everyone knows Desert Bus ends after eight hours. Yeah, but you have to keep playing it. Twenty four hour stream. Yeah, you have to keep playing it for twenty four hours. So you could play <laughs> Desert Bus three times in a row. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I I think I would probably and do I actually have to like sit there with the control in my hand or can I tape down? No, and go you have to play it. You have to actively okay. play the game. I would probably do um, Battletoads because I got shit to do. <laughs> I would like to have the other 12 hours of my day and like go eat and pee and stuff. Imagine how frustrating it would be to never get past that second level, though. Yeah, I think I'd do Desert Bus. I'd, I'd do 24 hours of Desert Bus, but I would like make it a whole event. Yeah. Is suicide an option? No, it's not an option. That's only a two-option <laughs> thing. It's just would you rather do one of those two things? Okay, yeah. I would probably go with Battletoads. Have fun losing over and over again. Yeah, have fun driving a bus through the fucking desert for an entire day of your life. <laughs> All right, well, actually, one of my questions does have a desert bus reference, so oh I think I can follow this one up. Goodness. Would you rather... Play desert bus for 24 hours. <laughs> would you rather... Have to play the first hour of Desert Bus before you play any game forever. So let's say you want to sit down and play 15 minutes of uh, WoW. <laughs> you have to play an hour of Desert Bus. <laughs> oh my god. Or every time you play any game for the rest of your life, the controller the um, controller scheme is completely jumbled up every time and you just need to figure it out. And nothing. there's no indication of what button does what. I would do that in a heartbeat. I would do yeah, that. Yeah, same. Yeah, absolutely so. absolutely in a heartbeat control, yeah because you can, controller. <laughs> all you have to do is you could like sacrifice one life or whatever for whatever game you're playing just trying to figure out the controls even if like the even if the sticks is like uh break or something and yeah no i'd figure it out you figure it out sometimes sometimes you fuck up but you'll figure it yeah. out and then you'll be good it nothing would like nothing is worse than having to play an hour of just driving through the desert before you play any yeah, single I would game. I probably yeah. just give up video games if I did the desert. Yeah, Plus one. same here. Yeah. <laughs> I would just that, never that play a video game again. Terrible. That's basically asking you the equivalent of: Would you rather do the controller jumbled up thing, or would you rather just drive an hour to your console every? Yeah, time no, you that's play? that's exactly it. Like it's basically <laughs> like if ever you wanted to play, do you want to drive an hour? Yeah. So now that you're, you're an hour away you have an hour by car. It's like, do you have to? Do you <laughs> yeah. have to also play an hour of Desert Bus before you sign off? <laughs> before you sign off for the night, you have to drive back. <laughs> yeah, you got to drive back to the original point <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> that sounds fucking terrible. Give Give me the jumbled okay. controller every day of the week yeah. and twice on Sunday. <laughs> okay, that's, that's funny because I also have a controller related one. Oh, I, I really hope you would have a Desert Bus one. Uh, would you rather? Use a controller with no thumbsticks, so permanently. The controller you're using has no thumbsticks. Or a mouse and a keyboard, but the keyboard has only 10 buttons. The controller with no thumbsticks. I got a lot of questions, though. If I don't have thumbsticks, can I just not use directionals at all? Uh, 
There would be a D-pad. And that's how I move. Yeah, it'd be yeah. very primitive, but okay. I've done it before. I could do it again if I have yeah, to. I would definitely go with that as well. Like what? Wow. Like, first of all, first of all, I, I don't like mouse and keyboard. If I were to play PC games, I would definitely use a game controller. You would lose so many games. Yeah, I probably would lose a bunch of games. That's probably why I don't play PC games. <laughs> but <laughs> um, like, I can't imagine limiting the keyboard's capabilities even further. I feel like that's terrible. Yeah, and like Steve said, we used to play with only D-pads, so I would have to go with D-pads. Okay, have fun. I feel like Matt's disappointed no matter what we choose. No, well, you know what? I have I actually have a branch a little branching question on that. For, the, for like when you actually use the keyboard, because again I'm ignorant on this. I don't mm-hmm. play PC games. Um, you probably don't use many how, more than ten buttons. Yeah, how many buttons would you actually use on the keyboard? Because that would actually change my opinion. I would just have to learn how to use it, but. But usually for an RPG, it's like WASD space bar, and then you know one through five. Yeah. Control. Yeah shift maybe i don't know depends on the game yeah uh in that case i might have to switch it up i would just have to learn how to use the mouse and keyboard because uh, now the more i think about it every game is centered around two sticks so at the very least the mouse and wasd could simulate that experience also i guess am i allowed to choose the 10 keys i use uh no oh i'll tell them to you when the time comes (laughs) <laughs> there's 10 buttons there's 10 keys and all of them are just reload uh all right steve go ahead if you had to pick a sidekick for the fight of your life would you rather have tails in a game, in a game. no 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 or in would real you, life would you, no 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 in, in real life like if you had okay. to fight for your life it's a tag okay, team it. it's a tag team match for your life well because you you first phrased it as the fight of your life it's like how do you define that but you mean literally fighting for my life all right yeah the fight for your life there you go Okay. Um, yeah. Would you rather have Tails from Sonic or Daxter from Jack and Daxter? He's got massive spikes on his knuckles. That's knuckles, you idiot. Oh shit, you're right. He's God. got so many Tails. Tails can fly. Dude, Tails is yeah. one of the worst sidekicks nice. of all time. Play Sonic. He's cute. Play Sonic 2 for he, me one time. He actually time. is I yeah, I mean he if dies I correctly. Constantly. He's also scared of everything. And when you do the special challenges where you're just like going through the little ramp of rings, he constantly gets blown up by bombs because he just does not move. He's the worst sidekick of all time. (laughs) Daxter's not much better because all he really does is just make wisecracks the entire time while Jack does all the fucking work. (laughs) That's why like the most recent game is just Jack. There's no Daxter in it because Jack was like, fuck that guy. He's yeah. the worst. Yeah, they renamed it. So I'm, I'm literally giving you two of the worst sidekicks of all time. But, I mean, Tails is just so shitty. Tails could pick me up and help me fly, though. That's true. If he could just hold you, then you can shoot or whatever or throw things. Yeah. You know. I think Tails is a nice guy. He'd be giving some moral support. I'm down with that. All right, so that was my would you rather. I guess you're both sticking with Tails. I, I You know what? I respect Tails a little I, bit uh, more than Daxter because at least Tails can fly. All right, here we go. This is my next would you rather. Would you rather have every game you ever play for the rest of your life crash randomly once during your gameplay? You don't know when it's going to happen, but the whole system will shut down. (laughs) Or have every game you play for the rest of your life be Dark Souls one level hard. No, crash. Absolutely. That's you don't know when it's it, it could it could crash when you're about to beat a boss it could crash so, all right so wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute you're not mm-hmm. saying every game we play is dark souls one correct 
No, I'm saying every game you play is that hard. As in, you're gonna die and oh. lose everything every like ten. Yeah, like the, the the way you placed that comma in there was literally like your game. Every game you play is Dark Souls level one. Yeah, hard. That's oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay, no. So like, let's say you're playing Grand Theft Auto Five. You're going to die probably every five minutes, and when you do, you lose everything and essentially have to start from scratch. Give me the crash. Give me the crash. Crash. Crash me. Yeah, honestly, because I experience game crashes. It hasn't happened a little bit, but there are times where... Every time you play. Just once, wouldn't, wouldn't though, that right? wouldn't that frustrate you to the point of like not wanting to play it? I feel but like just if, once if, you said, yeah, but also thing, right? dying every yeah. five minutes is also going to frustrate me every time I play into the it's to true. not wanting to play, and I'll 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 quit quicker because because hey, Could sure, the imagine crash. playing Stardew Valley and dying every five minutes <laughs> completely ruin the game, or like playing uh like online mahjong. <laughs> <laughs> Gin rummy. Yeah. All right, Matt, you got you got your last one. Okay, here's my last one. The the premise is you're playing a game that requires a lot of travel. Right? Okay. Okay. So think just like big open world. Would you rather have one horse that if it dies, it's dead for good and you can't have any other vehicle? Okay. Or a motorcycle that can never break, but it runs out of gas every 500 feet. Okay, some questions. <laughs> Multiple questions, to be honest. <laughs> a lot of questions. <laughs> okay. Does your horse die easily? So your horse would... Like a bullet and he's down, or...? It would be a regular horse. Which means what in this game? So like a, a horse that you would have in real life. It would have the same mechanics as a real horse. So if it gets shot, it's probably going to be not dead. good. That, that's okay. a Red Dead Redemption horse. Those horses died very easily. Okay, sure. and then follow-up question, this yeah. motorcycle that runs out of gas every 500 feet. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, like in a game, if I'm standing on a road, I can see 500 feet in front of me. That's not far at all. Yeah, am I close to a gas station at any point in this game? Do I have gas on me? I can just refill it and keep going. So you you could have one thing of gas on you. So you like, get 1,000 feet. You, <laughs> and there there's gas stations. Okay. <laughs> okay. There okay. are. There's okay. not okay. one, okay. Every, one every 1,000 yeah. feet. I feel like either way, you're going to travel for about five minutes, and the thing you're traveling on is going to shit the bed, and then you're walking. Yeah, and at that point, I would I would go with the motorcycle. I think so, yeah, because at least you'll get 1,000 feet. You, just don't I, you know what? Actually, no. I'm going to go with the horse. I'm going to go with the horse because in my experience when I played those games, like Skyrim, you're all, you always end up going to a spot where you leave the horse so you can navigate a little bit better. So I okay. think I'm going to go with the horse now that I think about it a little bit more. So yeah, horse. Final answer, horse. Lock Ooh, it in. One last in. question. Can I ask one more question? Yeah. If I am in the car and mm-hmm. let's say I get 500 feet. It's, a, it's a motorcycle. Gas. It's a motorcycle, oh, not sorry, a car. Motorcycle. I'm in the motorcycle. I go 500 feet. It runs out of gas. I refill it. I get another 500 feet. It dies. And there's a gas station that in-game time is like 10 minutes away. Can I go to the gas station and bring gas back to the motorcycle? Yes, you're, you can carry gas with you. Motorcycle for sure then. Yeah, I'm going to stand by that choice. Because then, then I feel like you always have a, a motorcycle. You just got to go to the gas station. <laughs> Matt, what about you? What would, you? would you choose the horse or the motorcycle? I'd do horse. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. My last one. If you could go into a Westworld-styled universe, so the show Westworld, where you mm-hmm. basically pay and you go into this universe where you can't die mm-hmm. and you live with no consequences, basically do whatever the fuck you want, 
Would you rather live in Fallout, Skyrim, Red Dead Redemption, or GTA 5? So basically your options are a post-apocalyptic environment, a medieval environment, Wild West environment, or a modern-day environment where you can do whatever the fuck you want with no consequences. Or L.A. (laughs) Basically, yeah. I would go with Skyrim. I'd also go with Skyrim. Why do you guys pick Skyrim right off the bat? Well, I I live without consequences. I can't die. I think it's probably the most similar to the games that I enjoy most, which is like Dark Souls, like Breath of the Wild, like that vibe. I get to carry a sword and a shield. Oh, yeah. Uh, I get to see mythical creatures and do some magic. Yeah, I get to do some radical shit. I get to see dragons. And then, yeah, I think the the huge caveat, or not caveat, but the huge benefit to any of these is that you live without consequence. Any of these would be cool, but I think I would probably have the most fun in a Skyrim-like world. Get to drink a bunch of mead and wine. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm actually I'm actually with you both. I would I would totally choose Skyrim in this. <laughs> so we all chose Skyrim. <laughs> well, like a post-apocalyptic world would be super shitty. Yeah. Could be. Could be a lot of fun though. Also the monsters are too scary for me. I wouldn't like yeah. that. It was it was really between Red Dead Redemption and Skyrim because I really don't yeah. want to live in like a modern day LA and just do whatever the fuck I want cuz I feel like if you just went to LA now, you could probably get away with doing a lot of things <laughs> like under the radar. Um, but Skyrim, obviously the dragons are really cool in the sense that I can't die. Like if I could interact with dragons, that would be, that'd be something cool. And obviously like you just go from town to town and just become a Jarl. That was a, that was a good one. Yeah. No Skyrim, Skyrim would be a fun time if you had Westworld like, uh, atmosphere where you can just basically do whatever the hell you want. I feel like the three of us in a Skyrim world would have a lot of fun. Three best friends running around All right. slaying dragons. Add on to that, what would your choice of character class be? Uh, what are my options? I don't know enough about Skyrim. I mean, you could be a Nord, you could be an Orc, you could be a Khajiit, which is a cat. I What's the lizard one? Argonian. Argonian. Oh, then, I mean, there's elves. Um, there's also... I think there's you can do vampire too. I think uh, I would definitely be like an elf. No, you can become a vampire with the DLC, but that's stupid. You don't want to become a fucking vampire. It's terrible. Yeah, you can't go in the daytime. All right, here's my last one. Would you rather play every game for the rest of your life only using the rock band drum set? (laughs) (laughs) Or... (laughs) (laughs) Or would you rather play every game for the rest of your life only using the Nintendo Wii a steering wheel with the Wiimote inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the drums for me. Holy okay. shit. I don't That's like actually... the wheel. I've done the Wii wheel thing. I don't like it. I'm not into it. Yeah, and it's not sticks. even like it's not even like the high quality like Forza Motorsport wheel and pedal. It's the Nintendo Wii yeah, yeah, launch yeah, 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 yeah. wheel. You know, yeah. I, I think I'm going to have to go with the, the drum only because the amount of ability I'd have to gain just with like those quick twitch reflexes of just like hitting the drums that maybe yeah. I might learn also how to play drums. <laughs> so, <laughs> Imagine playing I think, Skyrim with the drum set. Like I already know how to drive a car, so I know the Wii wheel ain't going to teach me how to drive a car. So yeah. at the very yeah. least I'll learn, I'll pl- let's, let's put it simply. I'll potentially learn a new skill of playing the drums or at the very least I'd be playing the drums to the beat of just hammering the circle button during the torture sequence of Metal Gear Solid. Right, right. It's like, hey guys, what is Steve doing up there? Oh no, he's just playing 
Mario Kart. <laughs> He's just playing. Yeah. And all you hear is just like tap, 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 tap. Well, folks, that was our session of gaming. Would you rather? Let us know what you would rather do. Uh, yeah, let us know on Twitter. Let us know on our website. Reach out to us. Uh, think of some good would you rather's of your own. And uh, yeah, get out there and have some fun with us. And like I said, guys, fill out that survey. Help us get ready for the new year and help us keep bringing some awesome, awesome gaming content to your device of choice. And keep being awesome because we love you. And keep being awesome because we do love you and we appreciate you. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, we thank you for being with us and we will talk to you all very soon. I'm down with Tells. I think he's Matt, a nice don't, guy. If you if you're gonna talk, swallow your food, Matt. Jesus. I like Tails. Housekeeping.